What are you anticipating seeing, you know, amongst the New Zealand teams, given you've, you've given all that about the All Blacks? Oh, just so many good young players, mate. I don't know how you do it there. Oh, I do, because you've got three of the biggest uh, academies in the world. Fiji, Samara and Tonga. They're not bad. Oh, we were waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Hello and welcome to another Drop Kickoff podcast. Uh, this podcast is going to be a little special. Um, we're just going to talk about 15s, our best 15s, the best players from Super Rugby, and of course that um, Telegraph article which had an author's, can't remember his name, his, his best, uh, no, his dream, his dream 15. His dream 15. Stephen Jones, uh, yeah. Which was outrageous. <laughs> um, but we'll get to that first of all let's talk about super rugby i can think of a couple of stand-up players i definitely know who's playing at hooker in my uh super best aussie 15 um but instead of like going through position by position let's just have a chat and just talk about the best players i don't know really where to start um but, but... I, I know where to start let's go how about we go with a pair of mulch and carter gordon and cory tool oh jesus yeah. christ what I mean, they've been the two best finds of this, not the two best finds, the two breakout stars of this competition. Jesus Christ. Like, Corey is a game breaker. He is someone who's come over and just killed it from the sevens format. In mm-hmm. love with the guy in terms of, you know, ring the, the hotline every single day. Like, he is, <laughs> he just, he breaks open a game. And, you know, anyone that saw that win over the Rebels saw it was a nothing game till he got the ball, kind of darted plus two beat the fullback and scoring you're just like oh my goodness this guy can be anything and you look at carter gordon who's you know no player has stepped up more than he has you know we forget that you know matt to left the rebels last year and kind of left a big leadership hole that he all he all of a sudden just stood up took control of that rebel side and mm-hmm. he, he absolutely killed it when it came against the carry opponents like he deserves to be playing final football right now and has gone from a point where is it fair to say he was the fifth or sixth by half in the country at the start of the year? Like, would mm. you say he was behind Trooper Foley, the two Waratah boys, and we have three Waratah someone. boys, right? No, even three, and even Admin Donaldson, James would you O'Connor. Say he was maybe? Yeah, I was going to say James O'Connor, Noah. He was probably behind as well. So he was legitimately probably the sixth or seventh best half going into the year. He now looks a lock for for a selection in this TRC squad coming up. Like two incredible players, and we're talking standouts. We, we've got to start there. All right, yeah, that's that's fine. I think you've nailed it there. Uh, don't even know where to go on from that. I think we're done. You know, Carter Gordon. Yeah, um, for sure. He's had a breakout season. Uh, he played thirteen games last year. Oh no, yeah, he played in thirteen games last year. He started seven of them, but he's really kind of exploded this year. I don't think he played fly half last year. Or did he? But it was just when Tamura was around. He did, but he kind of mixed between the two. So he oh yeah, they, he, they moved him right. They moved him up to fly half. They stopped the Tamura fly half experiment. They kind of it was one of those weird ones. So he started started at ten, then came off the bench, then kind of rallied from bench um, bench, and then I think started the last five or six games, something like that. He's had a great season. Um, Nick, shout outs from you. Well, I think. I, I pretty much do like when it comes to to the to those two positions, it is basically completely agree. No, nailed it. No notes. For me, there is another uh, obvious selection, 
and that is uh, instead of going for the mullet, I'm going to go for the afro um, with a certain Bobby Valentini uh, shouting out at the Brumbies. Just this guy keeps getting better and better. He is in career best form um, in terms of the, like he is an absolute slot in for the loose forwards um, in terms of the, of the Wallaby selection. I think he's been the standout, even when the Brumbies have looked really off the pace, he has always looked fantastic. One thing that I've been particularly impressed by is his ability just to um, hit, like even going from a standing start, he can, his, his ability to just find a way to bounce off players and then get into space is absolutely incredible. Such a great weapon. Should we talk also about Fraser McWright at the Reds? Mm. Would we call him? I think a lot of people have talked about that this is the year that he takes that jersey from Hooper. Um, I don't know if I'm convinced totally yet, given Hooper's yeah, experience, agree. but when it comes to the actual physical battle, you've got to say it's much closer now than it has been previously. I'd say he's a, he's a legit shot for a Wallaby to become a Wallaby regular this year. Um, yeah, I totally agree. Sorry, Nathan. I just totally agree. I He's still got a lot, plenty of time. Hooper's going to come down off that, you know, might go to sevens. But I think, yeah, I, I mean, I, I still think Hooper had got better and better as the season went on. Uh, I can't really see him taking the jersey yet. But sorry, Nathan. I'm just going to say, complete, going to add to that, it's been a real good, good, tw- good 2023 back row. So when you look at something like how Brad Wilkins played for Rebels as well, you know, he's become an absolute weapon. You, you know, you speak about Wilkins, you then have to talk about Richard Hardwick as well. I mean, goodness me, he's now all of a sudden gone off to Namibia, like, he, if he was... Think about this. If he was still eligible for Wallabies, do you think he would have been called up into early squad in that April camp? No. Mm. Wow, okay. No, sure. I'm kidding. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm sorry, I was kidding. I just wanted to see your face. <laughs> I'm I, sorry. I, would, is Wilkin... He plays number eight for the Rebels, correct? Uh, Hardwick hard hard with the eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, do you think he would still play eight? Because... Uh, yeah, we have Harry Wilson. Yeah, we have Valentini. Valent, but they haven't really strongly shone on the Wallabies on the Wallaby in the international stage. Do you think Hardwick could as an eight? I think he's got that experience. Like, I think you look at also Lane Gleason as well. Was solid. And so, yeah. I'd say this. I think it just speaks to the competition of back rows. It look. I'd probably still have him behind behind. You know, Valentini and Gleason in terms of standout players this year, but I still would say he'd been in the top 10, top 15. I think it's just how good just back rowers have been this year for the Australian teams full stop. Yeah, yeah, totally. Actually, yeah, that's a great shout. So talking about Fraser McCry, I think Gleason's really come on. He's still really young. He's 21, I think. I think, yeah, he's 21, may have just turned 22 or turning 22. Like he's still, I mean, yeah, he's still super young, you know. He's, he's seen what he's, he's done so far. Like he's incredible. Yeah, and it can only get better. I thought from a Waratah's perspective, Holloway's really stepped up, I feel. He's really becoming dependable. Whether he is good enough for the international stage, I'm not sure. But he was very his potential was everywhere a couple of years ago. He's always been huge, but he's really kind of stepped up. And it was in that leadership group in the Wallabies camp. Um in April, right, Nathan? That's correct. Um, so that's great to see because, yeah, I think he really deserves it from the Waratahs as well. Oh, I'm not really sure, but let's not stick on the Waratahs. Uh, let's go Force. Is anyone from the Force that really sticks out? Um, Zeskram half's been playing great, but 
Isaac finds, yeah, Isaac finds Lilia Weisser, I think, has been great, but I think he still needs a little bit more time to mature, and that's where I think it's so such a positive to have Nick White over there. Um, he is, mm. I think, he's the, got the makings of a fantastic scrum half, and it is again, it, it, like, was talking about how Australia is really starting to to build up, uh, I think, almost a Kiwi level, in, not just in loose forwards, but in finishes on the wing and in scrum halves when it comes to 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 quality players. Um let's talk about Jeremy Williams, former Waratah, I think in terms of as a a, a lock um that that kind of lock option, I think he has been really really solid at the force. Um I don't want to say necessarily Scott Fardy like, he's not necessarily flashy, but he gets the job done and he he's prepared to do the the you know the dirty work um over there i think he's he's looked really really solid ever since cuz i know that they when thrush uh, hung up the boots early like right at the start of this year um he kind of slotted into that position extremely well and has worked turned into a a really great partner with uh felix Kelly, uh, Kalapu as well um so i think but i reckon williams of the two of the, of those two locks has really looked particularly solid wouldn't necessarily say he's uh, eligible for a Wallaby selection per se, but I will say that he, I think he's uh, really impressed with his work style and uh, approach throughout the season. Like he was a player that sort of played Australia A last year and you were kind of like, really him? He kind of, <laughs> but I completely agree. The way he's come on this year, particularly with no Isaac Ryder for a lot of the season, like he's probably embraced that challenge and, you know, Another player, only young. He's only twenty-two. Like, can be one seriously of the future. So, I think if you throw in a lot, all of their English imports as well, their Kibarigis, their Sam Spink, talk of you know non-Australians mm. that have thrived this year. I think they've added a real different element to their side as well. But also getting someone like Carl Tizano back. I thought he was really good to finish the year. So it's an mm. exciting time for the. It's a really exciting time for the force in terms of what they're building. Yeah, yeah, totally. I agree. Um... And just a shout out to, not that we're saying he played really well, he played for the first time on the weekend, but Wilton Ribolo, or, you know, I don't know, you probably I say it in Portuguese, Wilton Ribolo, Ribolo. Ribolo. I'm remembering my Portuguese. Uh, Wilton, Wilton Ribolo. Yeah, uh, great to see a Brazilian playing rugby. Who would have thought? Should we mention I, Michael I, Wells as yeah, well? I, I think we should. I But he... He's got that f- old force, the old-fashioned force attribute of a lot of heart. You know, he's, he's, he's all that, about the heart. The 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 Matt Hodgson kind of heart. You know, I I don't eat breakfast, I eat glass. You know, um, that kind of heart. But he he walked straight into that team and became captain. Like, what must this dude be like? Uh, he's he's scrapped for every kind of rugby minute he's ever played in his life. Just the, the hardest fucker out there. Like again, and it's I implore you if you ever see him in a press conference, just listen. He's just the most direct. Like there is no emotion. This is a guy that you know plays rugby as a job. Like it's just like, yeah. I think I think he's a bar- I think he's a trained barrister, and like you can tell when he speaks. Like he's so, and it's so reg- regimented. And you know, I- I'm here to win. I want to play. This is what we do. You know, if it's not good enough, people are like, yeah, it's not good enough. Like we got to be better. Like that was terrible. He's just the most. He, again, he's just the the artist bloke out there. Like, if you if you he'd be so perfect in like one of those like northern English pubs, just being just an absolute weapon up there. Like again, 
just another but another player that just goes about all the all the dirty work and sort of comes out clean. Again, I think he's been super solid for them as well. I was actually just going to say, if you've met any barristers, you know they don't talk very quickly. They are very good at waffling on, but you know maybe so, he's a lawyer. So he, might be, he might be a lawyer. He might be a lawyer. <laughs> just a solicitor. I think Let he's on the. I, I, I think he's on the bar somewhere. I can't. I don't exactly. Actually, it's not the top of the list. We've got Carter Gore, Gordon, Corio, Till, Bob Valentini, Fraser McRae. Oh, and this is like best of the best. Let me know. Those four I've written down as best of the best we've got at the moment. Somebody I haven't mentioned is Nick Frost. Yeah, we probably should Ooh, mention him because I think he's also a slot into that best of uh, compilation yeah, as well. Absolutely, absolutely. I thought when you were saying somebody I haven't mentioned, you mentioned said Bob Valentini. Mm. I thought you were going to say Nick Frost. Well, yeah. I, like to, in all honest, in all honesty, I, I, I really should have because I mean, when it comes to that Brumby score, talk about overlapping. He's overtaken Darcy Swain in leaps and bounds, um, and uh, you know as and has proven to himself to be an incredibly seasoned and well-disciplined campaigner, particularly alongside someone like Neville. Um, just, but let's just, not only is he just, uh, again, a similar workhorse to Williams, but when that boy gets in space, when that boy gets in space, it's, it's magnificent. <laughs> it's just magnificent. Let's just call it what it is. Oh, it's unreal. Just an absolute game changer. Let's put him in. Chuck him in. Also, sp- speaking of Nick Frost, if this is going out, I'm not sure when this is going out, but how the fuck did he not do his ACL against the Rebels? Like, if you if you you've seen the try, you'll know what I'm talking about. Like, his knee properly like shifts almost like in three separate directions. It is. I saw. It, I was in Canberra when it happened. I saw it live. It was just like, oh, he's like he's done. And you see the replay. It is. It's the lead up before Ollie Safford try. If you want to see it. Not for the faint-hearted. It is disgusting, but I honestly thank God he's he's still so good because, yeah, again, Blake must have some serious flexibility in his knees. So moving on, so I guess top of the top of the top. Um, I don't think we've mentioned anyone from the Reds uh, apart from McRae, and then I just said Hooper's going to play anyway. Uh, but Harry Wilson, he's played pretty well. Um, he didn't get solid player. He didn't get picked for. The camp, I don't think, from memory. I think it was one of those late inclusions um, when, like, the whole bunch of those guys were injured. But, again, he's been solid. Um, two others oh. names I'll throw out there. Pataya. He's going to be one of them. Should we, should we call Tate McDermott as the best fly half? Is my Not fly half, best scrum half um, <laughs> in it, uh, for, for Australia. Because I know that there is – you've got uh, Nick White in competition. Of course, Isaac finds Liliawasa as well. Um, Ryan Lawrence, Ryan Lonigan. Um, man, man we're forgetting as well. He's been incredible for the as we didn't mention. Jake Gordon, Jake Gordon yeah. as well. He's been he's been unreal the past six weeks, and again deserves a shout out as well with just how he's turned his form around. Been incredible. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, really hard to agree with that. Um, I've watched Waratahs a lot, and there's a lot of not chasing kicks. Maybe it's part of the tactics. You know, you just keep the line good and don't don't break up the line chasing kicks but he chases everything um and he scored a couple of tries they're just emblematic of that intercepts really scrappy little tries yeah um i I think gordon kind of wants that wallaby's jersey because he knows he's got tate he knows he's got nick white but yeah going back to nick's point tate has been incredible this year just kind of right keeps raising the bar and likewise with geordie bataille I mean, really, another guy, another two guys are missing that sort of fullback debate. 
is, you know, Tom Wright and Andrew Callaway. I've been really enthralled by the way those three have just kind of gone just great performance to great performance to great performance. You know, Callaway came back and lit it up for the Rebels. At the start of the year, it felt like it was Wright and Matai just kind of trading man of the matches. Like, they're both, it, again, all three of them have been incredible this year. Should we talk about, I'll talk about two more people from the Reds who I think surprised me a little bit. Um, and uh, in terms of like people who who really kind of actually delivered some some results that I think were a bit more, uh, I had res- we had reservations about these two, but these two have shown themselves when in the right position uh, to be incredibly effective. First being James O'Connor. Um, I think that even though he had a rough uh, performance against the Drewer at fly half, um, I think his position, he looked fantastic in the centres. Um, you know, during that, there was a, those period of time in the centres, he, there was a great amount of discipline and surprisingly much more physical than uh, I, you know, had thought him to be. And he looked like a, a really good game. His game management strategy was quite strong. Um, in that position, and uh, I was quite impressed with him. And even though we we have bullied this lad, and even to the point where Eddie Jones bullied this lad as well, I think Bunavalu, in the last closing couple of weeks, has really started to, pardon the pun, stretch his legs a little bit in terms of his capabilities um, as on the wing. He's been able to brush off tackles. He's been able to really start to release his pace a little bit more. And I wouldn't necessarily put him near. A, where, near where was the pun and stretch his legs? Sorry, because he has a ha- he's had he's had hamstring injuries in the, um, um, in the past, um, um, and so I think he's there is uh, there is enough in there for me to suggest that if he keeps going the way he's going, um, going into the the next couple of uh, you know into next year, he's in good stead to try and really uh, push for a position in that Wallaby squad again. Okay, so we've covered off a lot of people. I've just kind of had a quick look at who we've talked about. We haven't talked about any front rowers, and I don't think we've mentioned any centres. It's mm. uh, front rowers to talk I'll, about. I'll throw a couple of names. A couple from the Rebels. I think Matt Gibbon and Sam Talco have been really sold this year. I think they've really kind of they're, they're building an incredible front row down there. When you consider you've got Tupo going down there, you've got Honor as well. You've got three incredible tight heads kind of really stepping up. Oh, as you forget about, yeah, Pamela Salili. Pone, yeah. Pone, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, this, the good doctor himself, Tom Robertson, thought finished the year really well. And then, yeah, in terms of centers, um, oh, Josh Fluke from the Reds. I think he, he started the year really well. Um, and Mr. Criminally Underrated, Len Ikatow. Yeah. I'm happy to say he's he's the best 13 in the world. Anyone from Europe oh. fight me. Like, seriously. He's just unbelievable. Yeah, I'd say Ikatow walks into that 13 position. Also just because of how well he combined with someone like Sami Karevi uh, when, when, during, you know, the, the Dave Rennie uh, period of time. But I think not only him, I, I reckon Stewart had a great round in the in-fly half. Um, in addition to Fluke, I think Parisi... Um, as well had had moments, and it's also yeah. nice to know that the Brumbies have someone like Tua. Tua is is I think has also shown himself to have a similar level of physicality to Ikatau, uh, just with a little less maturity and a little less game time. But on the way out, in regards to that position, the position of of your of your props, I, I I'm glad that you mentioned Robertson because he's the standout. But I don't think anyone beats that Brumbies front row slipper Al Alatoa. 
um, Lockie Lonigan in, if we if we bring in the hooker as well. Mm-hmm. I think they have been the standout, um, the standout performers uh, in that uh, in terms of the the perf- and maybe that's my my Brumbies bias coming in, but just just it's all about set piece and efficiency at set piece, and that is what the Brumbies thrive on, and that is what I I watch my it's one of the the key reasons why I watch my rugby. And they are just incredibly efficient at what they do. Um, yeah, just completely agree. Yeah, completely agree with that. Quickly on that as well, just a little shout out to the props that are coming through at the Brumbies. Um, Shoot and Van Neck, they've showed mm. a lot of promise. And um, yeah, very exciting. They're seeing as Slippers definitely getting towards the end of his career and Alatoa is almost there. Um, you know, I'm not sure I'd, I'd see either of them the next World Cup. Um but yeah, great wrap up, boys. Um, if we can try to turn that into a, let's turn it into a squad. Let's turn it into a squad. Let's turn it into a squad. I'm assuming we'll have disagreements here, but let's just like. I think can... actually no, that's a good idea. We will just do you know, a a b c you know kind of how they gold medal, whatever we can do that. Um, cool. So it definitely came out on Twitter, but if you're not on Twitter, which is totally understandable, we'll explain what's happened. Um. Stephen Jones, who's a rugby columnist, I believe, from Time Sport, uh, Time Sport in England, has put out his Dream 15, and we've just discovered as well he put out a Greatest 15 four years ago as well. So the Dream 15 he put out in uh, 2022, or 2023, I forgot the year, is um, from front to back, Richard Harry uh, from Australia, Sean Fitzpatrick, uh, Kiwi, and Ty Furlong as a front row. Uh, Martin Johnson, Will Skelton as the locks. England's old Martin Johnson, the guy who looked like a, what's a, the Easter Island statue. Um, then we've got Artie Sarvea at blind side, Michael Hooper at open side, and Lawrence Delalio, number eight. Then the halves are Mike Phillips and Juan Mantine Hernandez. Mike Phillips from Wales. I think that was Mike Phillips played for England, but from Wales. Centers are Frank Bunce and Jeremy Guscott. Definitely showing me age, but I've got no idea who either of them are. And then <laughs> on the wing, <laughs> David Gampese and Rupeni Thalthal Nibutha from Fiji or Kaukau Nibuka. Um, and fullback Rob Kearney, the Western Force's very own. Um, and from four years ago, he's only kept three of those players. So, boys, this is his dream of 15. Yeah. It's fucking mental. It's mental. It's a nightmare 15. Like, just, oh, I have, I have questions. I have so many questions. I feel like this, my God, where the hell did you even begin? I, I love Will Skelton's in it. That's just hilarious. It's, I know. It's, it's, it's like when Homer, it's in The Simpsons where they do the softball team. <laughs> it's got that energy to it. Oh no! And Homer's got the, the yeah. he's coaching the Pee Wee football team, and he's got them rotating on the um little machine. Um, oh, it's 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 crazy. You cut Sam Warburton. I like your hustle. I'm so tough to cut you. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, like, would you love me? I like you, but yeah, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> would you cut. put? Here's my first question. Yeah, like, would you put Jonah Lomu? Lomu like, would you put Campisi over Lomu? That's my question. So, why isn't Campisi in it? I they, actually get having. I would have more Fijians in it actually if it was my dream fifteen. 
Like, also, that's my with, dream rugby, right? Like, I mean, let's stick with the Australian emissions for a moment. Are we really going to put Will Skelton over John Eels? Are we serious? It, it shows how much they absolutely love him in Europe. He, like, <laughs> for those people that don't, if, if you're watching this and you don't, I'm listening to this, and you don't, I haven't watched him at the Wallabies. It, it's two different beasts. Like, he's, he's incredible for Lara Shell, but he has not done the, he, like, he's probably been at three quarters of the Wallabies. So mm. it's one of those things. The thing which it, which confuses me is, yeah, as you said, Will Skelton's in there, but no John Eels. Like Frank Bunce, apologies again, before my time, yet he hasn't picked. Take your pick at ten between Dan Carter, your Bowden Barrett to the world. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. McCaw. This one makes me <laughs> fucking furious. Like, and here's the thing: full disclosure, I love Juan Martin Hernandez. I think he's a fantastic fly half. But are we really going to put him over Dan Carter and Bernie Larkin? Like, are we actually going to do that? I, I don't think so. I like a fan. Yes, a foundational player in Argentine rugby and laid the groundwork for a lot of success. But I would not put him above multiple World Cup winners and players who completely revolutionised the game in general. I <laughs> oh yeah, I'm. It's. I mean. <laughs> I do, there are some that I do think are, are pretty decent selections. I think Sean Fitzpatrick is is a pretty decent choice for hooker. And Cal Cabuna is just he's a great winger, such a good player um in in there. And of course, I mean like even though you've got the Richie McCaw, McCaw uh, equation as well of how good and successful a player he is, I mean Michael Hooper still is a very good player, even though of course that's our Australian bias coming in there as well. But uh just some of these choices outside of that. Just just even fullback. Um, <laughs> Rob Kearney, yeah. So, look, I, okay. Look, it's a weird way to spell me, Matthew Burke. I'll just <laughs> say that. So my <laughs> dream, dream 15, which I would say is different from the best, but my dream, like the team I'd love to watch to play, uh, just like five names I would pick would be the Arnhem here. Is Lomu, so this one. Pocock, um, just because he was so clinical. Uh, I've already run out of options. No, <laughs> but um, I mean, I Sarvea, he's got Sarvea in. I'd yeah, put him in. He's great to watch. Um, Corobetti, obviously, so that's you know recency bias, but you know players like Corobetti, and there's probably loads of different ones, but just that electricity and that that passion. Um, probably someone like uh, who's that? Um, Fullback or number ten for South Africa, who's really old. Um, Stain. Uh, it's not Stain. The other one. Um, this is great podcasting. Um, <laughs> keep naming him. Keep naming him. He's old. He's old now. Like, did he play recently, I, or did he? Yeah, he played in the last World Cup. Yeah, I'm still thinking Stain. Yeah, I'm still thinking Mono Stain. I'm no, still thinking Mono Willie Stain. Larue. Willie Larue. Oh, Willie Larue. Willie Larue. Okay. Put him in. Um, oh, with like some of the. Oh, Brian Habana. What the hell oh, is yeah, he? Habana. I was going to oh, say. Yeah, what the hell is he? Speak of Brian, Brian O'Driscoll. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I would, I would throw O'Driscoll in there. I would throw, give me any of the South African locks where it's, you know, Etsy Beth. Um, Francois Pinard. Yeah, mainly, mainly it's Beth. Um, Victor Matfield I'd throw in as oh, well. Oh, yeah. In the contention. Christian Cullen at fullback. Absolute mm. gun. Dan, Dan Carter was a great shot before. I think that was Eunuch. Um, mm-hmm. 
sorry, the, uh, you're a guy who okay. cried. I'll put him in my dream at fifteen. <laughs> yep, yep, he's definitely going in. Uh, yeah, that kind, that's what I want in it. Um, yeah. Maybe you want to put Sonny Bill Will- Williams in there, just oh, because throw, it was I'd, such a figure. I throw t- um, Umar in before Sonny Bill. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'd agree yeah. with that. But then you've even, also even, got to deal with someone like. Um, um, God, who is he? He's oh God! I just he's, he's named. I literally had his name in a second ago, and he's and he's just got that? on the bloody. Oh, his, his name I don't think we've named George Green. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big deal, like especially when he had that. You know what was that girl? That uh, black girl from the James Bond movies, Grace Jones. When he had the Grace Jones haircut, remember he <laughs> said it had that flat top. That that era, George Green. Elite, absolutely. Um, Another one was that Samoan guy they called the chiro- chiropractor. Cholangi? Is that him? Yeah, he would just wallop guys. Ma um, Nonu. Ma Nonu needs Nonu, to be in there yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. That's, that um, was the name. Brian, Brian Lima. Brian Lima. Yeah, that's... yeah. Like, I just, what a boring, I mean, I guess he's English, but what a boring team. Cooked. Now you gotta, you got to throw some, you got to throw some value in it. Like, if you're going to go for a team like this, Throw in a Dane Coles or someone who can just some pure shit house read. Yeah, throwing, th- throwing Matt Dunning for the intercepts and drop goals. Like, oh. come on, if you're gonna go, you're yeah, gonna put him go in a halfback. Like, <laughs> put him in at fullback. Matt Dunning at fullback. Playing mm. at fullback and Taniella at ten. Like, come on, let's. If we're talking, we're talking Dream Fifteen. So let's go full Dream Fifteen here. Come on, let's put in Peter Fitzsimons. I reckon. I reckon Fitzy. With the, with yeah, the bandana. So that's quickly next to an annoying one. If you wanted to piss people off, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do one to piss people off. Campisi, I'd keep in there. Um, <laughs> Dane Coles. Um, John Kerwin. Joe would you put John Kerwin would go in there? I'd reckon he's he's pretty uh, annoying. Liam Gill, but at blindside, he's maybe. more of a, he's more Liam, of a funny Liam, fucker. I wouldn't yeah, call him Liam, Liam Gill, but on the on the bench. <laughs> just a piss off red. Just yeah. a piss off red. And yeah. a Hooper in front. Um, oh, maybe That's like Phil, War, Phil War starting and Lee McGill on the bench. Um, yeah, I like that. Lee McGill's. <laughs> um, <laughs> who, else, who else is annoying? Uh, oh, Johnny Sexton. He annoys me. Oh, yeah. He's oh, pretty annoying. We Johnny, him in. Johnny Sexton at 10 with Owen Farrell at 12. Oh, oh yes. Perfect. Uh, well, let's, I'll chuck in Johnny Hill as well, the number five who uh, palmed Darcy yes. Swain in the face. That one, he's pretty can annoying. Chuck, can I chuck oh, Joe, yeah, Mar- Joe Marler into the pack? Yeah, uh, Joe Marler, yeah. throw him as well. A lot of English, a lot of English players Joe, in the squad. Joe, Joe Launchbury, is that his name? He can win man of the match. <laughs> oh, yes. Just, he's not in the squad, he's just man of the match. Yeah, Michael, <laughs> Checker, can, <laughs> Michael Checker can be the coach. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or Eddie Jones, or Eddie one Jones, of those two. Or Steve Hansen. Or Steve Hansen. Yeah, Eddie, all of them. Eddie Jones is taking his team to a semi-final. He will. He will find a way. Oh, and, and be cheeky course, about course. it. Sorry, go back to Dream for a second. Remember Sebastian, that French dude, who looked like a caveman. Shall oh, I? Cheval. Oh, yeah, Cheval. Yeah, he's got to be in Cheval. there. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Etzebeth. Would you throw Etzebeth in for just being? Oh, a, most annoying. Yeah. Yeah, most like annoying. Just angry, well. annoying. Yeah. Actually, Wait, have we got a sapper in there? I was going to say, have we got a nine yet? Yeah, Bismarck. Well, it's Bismarck Duplessis has got to be in the nine. Oh yeah. yeah, no, he's oh he's not nine. He's he's a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he's nine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I that's a, that's a tough question, Nathan, because I pretty much think all 
um, scrum halves just in that ever existed are eligible for this list. So, so I was going to say Faf or Aaron Smith if we're going for a oh, modern day. Aaron list. Smith because of because oh, of just Aaron. how loud he is when they get a penalty. He's really annoying. And also, oh. he, he couldn't spell affidavit correctly. Um, how about we throw out? Yeah, that's a that's a Andrew, good list. I feel like we've covered every position, there, haven't we? Oh no, we got to talk about Andrew Hoare. Um, oh yeah, Andrew Hoare, he's in. Yeah, we can throw him in as well. Um, what are we? I mean, John O'Neill. Think we're missing. Is John okay, O'Neill sorry. played? <laughs> I think we're missing a fullback. Oh, we are. Maybe a fullback and a winger. Who's it really? Uh, well, I, I just remember that was the real South African age where it was this ten man rugby. I mean, there is a really good fullback option from Australia, but we probably can't mention him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Asterix, 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 asterix. <laughs> I was going to say, all right. I'll, I'll, who's on the wing then? Who are we missing at winger? Wait, wait, wait. So, so, so the props we've got. Oh, she's running it. Oh, George props. North can be pretty annoying on the wing. Oh, we've got Marla. Marla's one prop. So, I'm writing these down. We have. So, props, Marla. Who else? Oh. Uh... I mean, technically, I think even though Taniela Tupo can be pretty annoying when he's playing against you, he's pretty it's more annoying. frustrating to deal with. Um, he's very frustrating to deal with. He's a cheeky bugger. Would we put Tolu at hooker? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's got to be Dane Coles. Yeah, Dane it is Coles Dane Coles. Dane Coles. Yeah. Dane Coles. He's so we just put oh, oh Bismarck. Oh, B- yeah, Bismarck. Bismarck over Coles. Yeah, I think Bismarck was more of a hard cunt. Like he was right. like he's like a criminal. Dane Coles is a little bitch. He met, like, doesn't he have the record for getting sent off in tests or something? Something Probably. like that, yeah. Also, Butch, uh, there's a but there's also a South African player I think called Butch James who got like done for like one of the worst hits ever. Butch James sounds like a drag. Like that's on RuPaul. Yeah, hang on, let me let me look. Like yeah, there was no, a, he, he played for the Lions and he was and he did a hit that was so bad that like he was banned for a long time. Oh, that's great. Look, okay, okay. So look that up, Nick. Um, but Nathan, so Locke. Oh, he's an inside center. Team. If we're missing a center, so that that could work. And a no, we've got we've got Farrell there. He can oh, play yeah, outside true. though. Um, so Locke, we've got Evan Etzebeth, um, and Pitford Simons. I was, yeah. Um, I was going to say we should chuck. Um, oh, what's the other ten bike's name? Um, Johnny oh, Hill was Kramer. 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 Oh, he's a piece of shit. Oh, yeah, Kramer's a piece of shit. Uh, Johnny Hill's a, no, cheeky, he, a cheeky bugger. If anyone hasn't no. seen the video, he got sent off in the Paris Derby five minutes in because he just launched into the, the top of someone's neck as they win. Uh, they bent over to try to win the ball in the ruck. Yeah, Finn Russell, that's where he, he just parks him. He has, let's let's quickly do the maths on this. He has six, seven, eight. So, he, so in 73 games, Roger Tanner, he has nine yellow cards and three reds. <laughs> a similar similar amount. He's played eight had eight yard cards and and one red card. Oh no, it's, no, that's that's Levinini. Shit, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Okay, honorable mention: Chuck Levy and Levinini on the bench. But um, I think Kramer can play. Um, Kramer can play in the back row. So let's chuck him in at seven. So what? I had Phil War. Oh, okay, we'll, we'll chuck we'll, we'll chuck him at six then. Because maybe Gill's on the bench. Oh yeah, Gill yeah, has to no. be on the bench. We're trying to annoy people with this. So who's we so, who, do we have a number eight? Oh, we don't have a number eight. I'm sure who's that number eight who plays for the Springboks? I remember him being a piece of shit. Um, you know who I mean? The dude is like, you mean like, is he recently played for the Springboks or yeah, like in the yeah. past? 
Hang on, let's get him up. So I hope people are listening to this and screaming out, going, oh, I know that piece of shit. Can we, can we just, just to piss off Nick, can we put Lockie Swinton at eight? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, oh, I mean, I mean, it's right. He, 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 we could throw him in there. <laughs> Not Colby. Oh, so we could... should point out that War is the open side flanker just so Gil can be on the bench. That's the only reason. we got to be clear. Yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, okay, so halves, easy Smith and Sexton, wingers. I think I like someone like Mapimpi or something. Didn't Mapimpi, he got angry at Corobetti or something? Tried to fight Corobetti? No, he, he mocked him after the, um, he, he did something after the Sydney test. Yeah, so let's chuck him in. Yeah. I feel like there were some other people in there that we we included. Uh, yeah, there's Sexton. more. So we've got Farrell. Um, Farrell at 12. Done, I haven't done the back. I haven't done. Outside center or winger or fullback. Well, yeah, Butch James is an outside. Me. Butch James is a is an inside center, and I feel like you could probably throw him to outside center. He'd people be in know him and hate him. I mean, he played for the he played for the Springboks forty times. Okay. Uh, actually, would we have Rassi Erasmus uh, in there somewhere as well? What, what would he? Because he's done. He's a former player. He can be the referee or the TMO. He's our coach. He's our coach. No, he's a water. Oh, no. Water no, no. Erasmus was a number eight. Yes, there oh, we go. There's a number Rassi eight. Erasmus was a number eight. Yeah, he was a flanker and a number eight. Hilarious. Um, okay, so winger and fullback. And we still need another prop. Well, fullback, um, we can't mention him. Fullback, FF star, 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 star. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, as for another winger, um, yeah, it's a tough one, actually. I don't know, they don't get involved enough. Nick Phipps, maybe? Oh, yeah, you can play wing, yeah. I'll chuck him out yeah. there. <laughs> Nick Phipps on the wing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, was there a red scrum half that he was playing in front of? Oh, Nick Frisbee. Yeah, okay, so Frisbee can be in the bench. <laughs> chuck chuck Dan Coles squad? in the bench as well. Who coaches We need another it? prop. We need another prop. Um, what, did Chuck, I say, what did Chuck play when he was growing up? Oh, he was yeah, not, that, he was a, he was in the forward pack. Yeah, he was in the forward a forward pack, wasn't he? He was a forward pack. Wasn't I th- he? Yeah, I think he was hooker. Yeah, he, he was Him a and... forward pack. Is that right, Nick? I know he was number eight by the looks of it. Um, uh, I was going to say we had, we had, we had Eddie as a hooker. We need another one, but I think we're oh, pretty yeah. good hookers. That's true. Oh, yeah, we are. We're great hookers. No, he was we, number we're, eight. Yeah, we're we're two set for hookers. Yeah, check was a number eight. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else who else could chuck in a prop. It's so worries that we just. But I got Marla. There's probably tons of South Africans. Got Ellis Genge. Oh yeah, throw in. Oh, who was the guy who pulled Swinton's hair? Where did he play? No, that that was Johnny Hill. That was Johnny Hill. Johnny Hill was the number. Yeah, he's a lock. lock. Okay, we can put him. Didn't I say? I thought I said Taniella Tupo. That's what I thought. I think. I think. I don't think think he's annoying though. You don't think he's annoying? He's a bit cheeky. Bit cheeky, but do we throw these people? Okay, do we touch on a Toji? Oh yeah, he's really annoying. We chuck him on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did up. Yeah. Um, um, should we? Do we want to include Richie McCaw because of the fact I that he feel is, like we have to? I feel like we have to. He's pretty. I mean, also just because like he's so wholesome now that he's out out of rugby that it just that that even that annoys me a little bit. Yeah, and we'll put him on the bench just to annoy people. Yeah. Yeah, um, right on the side of the bench. I'm just going Shork Burger. I'm just. Reading out names from South Africa. Duane Vermeulen, I think that's the guy I was talking about before. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. John de Villiers, Victor Macfield, John Smith. Can we just throw Yucko Piper in his ref? Also, they say either Piper or Kidding, Point. Of course. Roman Point oh, would be, point. be Oh, yeah. Roman Point. Oh, it's a good shout. And he, yeah, Point also annoyed all these Kiwis when he sent Sonny Bill Williams off. And wasn't he the one who made like that non-decision to draw the Lions game? Was Probably. that him? I think so. Oh, that was a great series. Yeah, I think that's pretty good, actually. So what is the fi- what is the final squad? What do we have? Okay. A lot of people on the bench, so we can swap them around. Marla Genge, Bismarck Duplessis, Evan Atzebeth, Peter Fitzsimons, Kramer, War, Swinton. Or Erasmus, just just put Erasmus in over Swinton. Not not to yeah. be a not not even like I reckon Erasmus is more annoying. Um Swinton suspended, actually. He would have made the <laughs> suspended. Uh <laughs> Uh, Harves, Smith and Sexton, wingers, Mapimpi and Nick Phipps, centers, Farrell and Butch James, uh, 15 is... Yeah. I'll put a bleep in there so no one can hear his name. I reckon Kurtley Beale could also go in here. Oh, I feel like you're, you're heading... Oh. Considering he's still yeah, he up He even in... annoyed me before this year. Oh, we, oh, James O'Connor. Should we chuck him at 15? No, I like James O'Connor. He redeemed himself. He did, true. Danny Cipriani? Ooh. Just just for that doggy. Just for the fact he pulled it. He went for it. He pulled his hamstring and then did the doggy after a try. After a try. Like, come on. <laughs> Nick? What a madman. Um, what a mad lad. Yeah, I think that's that's a fairly annoying one. And, of course, man of the match, Joe Launchbury, not playing. <laughs> uh, ref, Yako Piper. I still think Erasmus could be a good TMO. Um, oh, sorry, not on the bench. McCaw, um, Johnny Hill, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Dan Coles, yeah. Nick Frisbee, uh, Lavanini, Itoji, and Gil. Love it. Masterpiece squad, coached by Eddie Jones. Yeah. Or Checker. Or, 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 or Checker. An all-star, do all three. Like, have one as, one as head coach, one as your director of rugby, and one as one's the water boy. You know that they'll, but you know that 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 would never fly. They would not be happy with this arrangement. That's the point. <laughs> I don't want people to be happy with this team. This is supposed to. This is supposed to be a team. If the, if it came together, it just cause chaos. I, I love that chaos. we were like going to talk about the. I love that we were going to talk about the end squad, like the the impressed us as in in Australian Super Rugby, and we've just now gone down this dog shit rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love it. That's good. <laughs> I think we're going to think of someone. Go. We should put him in. Oi! Yeah. There are so many palms. Throw it out to the comments. If you think that there is a dog shit individual who we've missed that should go into this squad, tell us. Let us know. Uh... I <laughs> Yeah, there's no Welsh people. There's yeah, no Scots. Not... <laughs> um, there's no French guys. Um... We did talk about Cheval, but I don't but that necessarily was in, think... That was in the Dream 15. That was in the Dream Team. This yeah, is, no, this, yeah. The night, this is the Nightmare 15. Yeah. yeah. Actually, did I write down our Dream Team? I think we kind of I think we kind of rattled off like 30, 30 different names. Like we yeah, can, I think we went down around the, the pool. The pool's we, there. Like put, put put it together yourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can do. Are you expecting right. us to do all the work for you? Come on, <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as Nick was saying, if you got any dream team people you'd want to put in, 
uh, or if there's anyone who really annoys you and like legitimately annoys you, um, let us know. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think that's all. That was a great effort, boys. It was, hope you enjoyed our chat. I bet talking about these two 15s. Um, Luke will probably try to put them up on our Twitter account. Um, so you can check out the 15s for yourselves and hopefully it will annoy people on Twitter and we'll get more engagement. Um, D- disclaimer, it, it's meant, this is purely meant to annoy. This, this is, is purely meant to annoy you. Yeah. They, yeah these it, people it, probably could fight us. Like if you, if you're reading this as a player, firstly, why? Secondly, yeah. like, <laughs> like if, if, you, this is ju- if you want to fight us, like yeah. If you want to fight us, like there's a reason why we're doing it here on social media and on Twitter, because you're over there and we don't want to fight you. Well, we know you I, beat I, us. I mean, have, have you seen that great uh, interaction where some guy was slagging off an MMA guy? Yeah, so you reckon you take me on? He goes, absolutely not. You book my ass. That's why I'm, that's <laughs> why I'm calling you out on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, Paul, yeah. Paul Fell is the guy's name. The, the yeah. MMA fighter. He's just like, fair enough. <laughs> but actually, yeah, I do okay. want to say, I a lot of those people we mentioned in that annoying, I like do annoy me, and some I do kind of detest. Um, but some are generally good players as well, and there's yeah, respect well. there. But... Respect. But I, I like, a lot of annoying. Yeah. Brickgrudging. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it. Brick, What's that word? That, uh, not shithouse. Um, you know what I mean? That that word that's come in? Shithousery. Shithousery. Yeah. 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 <sighs> but uh, Liam Kill is definitely not in the same league as Johnny Sexton or Bismarck Duplessis. Um, but anyway. No, he, he's uh, just there to annoy, annoy Queenslanders. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just at Rugby Ridge. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> We should tag him. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so anyway, I hope you enjoyed everything. Thanks for listening. There's uh, hopefully it's come out uh, before the weekend, and there's a uh, Super Rugby finals on. As you said before, go go the Australian teams, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, I think that's a really silly question. Yeah, you know, rugby's a game of fifteen players on the, on the field. When we're attacking, we're attacking weak defenders. We're looking for weak defenders. Why would we run at the strongest defender? So if Martin's there and, and sorry, what's your name? Nick, and Nick's there, we're not going to run to Martin, are we? <laughs> <laughs>